0: Hi, and welcome to Jonas' Mania Podcast Season 1 and the 5th episode. As usual, the MLB, the new Orioles prospect, Ad- Adley Rutschman, is who we will go over today on his elite fielding, which helped him get to the majors. On the day Rutchman arrived, the Orioles were 16-24, last in the ALEs, headed straight for their 5th full season for a last-place-finished. For the remainder of the season, they were 67-55. and 55. That would be on pace for an 89 win, for 89 wins in the season. And largely in the playoff hunt. If you skip past Rutschman's rough first two weeks and point to June 11th as the day he figured it all out, he was then second only to Aaron Judge in wins above replacement through the end of the season. It wasn't exactly all him, but it wasn't like he was not involved either. Sometimes we think a lot about the different things catchers are supposed to do, like gunning or throwing out base runners and framing pitches and calling a game, that we forgot to talk about the term that gives you the position and the name. You know, what it's called. Catching. Adley Rutschman is a key definition of this term, catching, and is one of the greatest currently behind the dish. Now, some predictions for the RBI leaders. Pete Alonso beat everyone to the runs batted in and category last year with over 130 of them. Also, Aaron Judge had a lot, too. If you notice the theme, this is where also the home run leader category is, too. Pete Alonso and Aaron Judge both had 40-plus home runs seasons, and with the runners on base, that counts as RBIs, which is why they lead the categories. Now we will go over some of the winners and losers of the new rules this year. There are certainly some bad teams that might be poised to improve at the margins as the new roles play to their strength. The Colorado Rockies, Kansas City Royals, and Arizona Diamondbacks all rank among the bottom ten teams in predicted wins, but sit among the top five in Manfred. Along similar lines to Baltimore Orioles last year's underdog, Darlings, who narrowly missed the playoffs, might be a better bet than we think to follow up on the 2022 2023 season as they had above average speed and won't have to adjust much not being able to shift now to the nba jj reddick slams kendrick perkins suggestion on the MV- nba mvp voting and calls it racially biased Reddick appeared on ESPN's first take on Tuesday and strongly pushed against Perkins' opinion that there were racial bias in the voting. Perkins made the claim last week when discussing Nicole Jokic's candidacy that as the Denver Nuggets superstar continues to make a case for the third straight MVP award, Jokic averaged a double double in his MVP seasons the last two years. The Denver Star is currently averaging 24.4 points, 11.8 rebounds, and 10 assists, and is well on another way to an MVP. Jokic has won the MVP constantly, as it seems that way. More on John Morant's suspension as it figured out that he could be facing a more lengthy suspension. The Memphis Grizzlies are keeping John Morant away from the team while the NBA investigates his actions in Colorado, which includes an Instagram live post where he flashed a gun on camera. According to the NBA Inside Mark Stein, the NBA's CBA says a firearm on the team's premises, including a team plane, is an automatic 50-game suspension. Stein complimented that the NBA is currently trying to assure... What where Morant's gun came from, which would decidedly help determine if he was violating to the gun policy. For now, it feels safe to say that John ja, that John ja Morant will not be returning to the Grizzlies immediately upon the return to Memphis after this LA trip. This, of course, is huge for the Grizzlies because without John ja Morant, there is no Grizzlies. She's also the heart of the team, and they cannot play the way they do without him. Finally, a new, the new power rankings again for the top five teams. Starting off, the Celtics will take the number one spot um, as after the Bucks lost and, and, and started a losing streak to the 76ers. Next would be the Bucs as they're sitting in second place in the East. Third would be the Denver Nuggets with a 40-18 and record. And fourth would be the nine-game winner in a row, the New York Knicks. The Knicks have been unstoppable even beating the Celtics, who gets them a wolf spot at fourth. Fifth and final would be the 76ers, who managed to snap a winning streak of the Bucks, which was huge for the 76ers so they could get back on track or on pace for their season. Now with the NFL, many teams have uh, had t- t- taken a franchise tag uh, among Lamar Jackson as one and Tony Pollard running back. Also, we are going over Daniel Jones' deal as he signed a four-year y- year deal with the New York Giants. An NFL franchise tag deadline is just hours away as teams are running out of time regarding retaining players and preventing them from hitting the open market. Each team can designate one player with the franchise or transition tag, guaranteeing them a premium salary for their position and more time to work out a potential long-term deal with the player. The player has until July 15th to work out a long deal, a long extension with the squad, or they can sign the tag and play the 2023 season under that salary. How many players will receive the franchise tag in the coming days? Here's a rundown of the players that are getting tagged prior to the March 7th deadline. The Cowboys played their franchise tag on running back, according to ESPN, after the team's executive ex- 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 vice president Stephen Jones confirmed he was an option for the tag along with the tight end Dalton Schultz. In the end it was Pollard who the team chose to put the tag on. This reason the running back tag is ten point zero nine million dollars. The Raiders officially also tagged Josh Jacobs on Monday, paying for the ten 10- million dollars for the 2023 season. Jacobs has a career in the final year of his rookie contract with the Raiders as he was the first player in franchise history to win the rushing title since Marcus Allen in 1985. Baltimore is placing the non-exclusive tag on Lamar Jackson, allowing him to negotiate with other teams, potentially putting a Ravens exit in play. With the non-exclusive tag, teams can negotiate a contract with Jackson, and the Ravens have the power to match the offer. If Baltimore declines, Jackson signs with the team, and he agrees to the the offer sheet, and the Ravens receive two first-round picks from that team in compensation. Blue and Jones agreed to terms on a four-year deal with, worth $160 million. NFL Network Insiders Ian Rapport and Mark, Mike Garafolo reported Tuesday per, source, per sources informed of the agreement. The pact includes $35 million, million dollars additional in, in incentives. The WW.NFL quoted that this is a deal came down minutes before the NFL's franchise tag deadline. Getting Jones's con- getting Daniel Jones' contract done allowed the Giants to use the tag and keep the star running back, Saquon Barkley, off the free Asia market. Jones' deal makes him the ninth quarterback to breach the $40 million per year mark. Now I'll bring in Eli, and we'll go over some predictions. But first, I'm going to go over the four games that we picked from each one that we'll be putting on our record. In the NBA, it will be the Warriors at the Thunder. In men's basketball, it will be Gonzaga, for the number nine seed, versus the 16 seed St. Mary's in the conference championship game. In the NHL, it will be the Maple Leaves at the Devils. And in women's basketball, it will be San Diego State at UNLV. Now, I will bring in Eli. Okay, so we'll start out with the NBA. 76ers will go up against the Timberwolves in Minnesota.
1: I'm going to go with the 76ers. Um, it will definitely be a close game, but Joel Embiid, he's looking for the MVP again this year. Um, I think he can help him carry them to a win.
0: I think the 76 sixers will win if James Harden is available for that game. He's day to day, and as well as Tobias Harris. So we'll see what they do. They had a nice one versus the Bucks, though. Bucks will go up against Orlando. Should it be an easy one and a blowout for the Bucks? Um,
1: yeah, definitely. Um, they've had a really good year. They lost that one um, streak of the, like 15 games mm-hmm. or something yeah. against Philadelphia. Who think Philadelphia is a pretty solid team? And yeah, um, they've won like every game against every team besides them. And I think they can definitely beat the magic.
0: We'll take Milwaukee again in this one. Look for a blowout twenty plus points mm-hmm. probably. The Wizards
1: will go up against Detroit, he's gonna win. Um, I'm gonna go with the Wizard Wizards, um both teams, um, not the best, but um if you're looking at the if you're looking at the Pistons record, fifteen and fifty, it's like Basically the worst record in NBA. I don't think they're going to win this. Rockets
0: are worse. Yep. I'm going to take the uh, Wizards again. Uh, I'm going to take the Wizards today. I think that they uh, can use this game as they need it for their um, East um, to move up in the standings. Hornets will go up against the Knicks. The Knicks have won
1: nine straight. Who's going to win? Definitely the Knicks, especially with that um, home court advantage. Definitely there there is one there. um yeah, they're they're definitely gonna win this against the Hornets. They're yep. so
0: gonna the take the Knicks again. They're gonna prove that to ten. Uh, that Celtics game, if you were watching that Celtics game, that was a thriller with Emmanuel Quickly's thirty-plus point game. That, that'll be a good one. All right, next game, the Nets will go up against one of the worst teams in the NBA, the Houston Rockets. But the Houston Rockets have
1: won a few games recently. Who's gonna win? Um, I'm gonna <laughs> go with the Rockets. Um, surprisingly. They've won their last two games against the Spurs. Both games, last game was by thirty, and last game was, and then the game before was by um, twelve. Um, so yeah, I think they can win this uh, net. Not they have a good record there, but they don't really show with the, the players that they have right now because they lost like all their good players. So, yeah,
0: I'm gonna take Brooklyn in this game. I think that I mean they yeah they lost most of their good players as you're saying, but I mean the Rockets they're they're not good there's nothing to prove for the Rockets so the Nets are gonna win now for our pick this would be on your record a close one will it be or are the Warriors gonna pull one off
1: it's definitely gonna be like very close like on ESPN the matchup prediction is Golden State is 50.2 to 49.8 that's like literally 0.3 away It's so super very close but uh oh yeah third point, uh, Four, excuse me. But um yeah, wor- warriors um uh I think will win this um their uh, record isn't the best but it's still over 500.
0: Take the warriors actually in this one too. So uh, I think we both got this one. I think the warriors will win this one. They have a horrible away record. It's 7 and 24. It is not a good away. I think the warriors will go to 8 and 24.
1: All right, Jazz versus Mavericks. Who do you have? Um the Mavericks, Luka Doncic, having a good year like always. 33.4 games per 3, 33 33.4 points per game excuse me, Um but yeah, um a little bit over 500. Their home record is pretty good. Um way better than the Jazz, so
0: yeah, I'm gonna cool. take the Jazz. I mean, the Mavericks do not play defense. They don't play defense. I mean, the the Suns scored like what one hundred thirty. The Mavericks scored one hundred twenty six. If their offense can keep up, sure. But they don't play defense. Look for the Jazz in this one. The Grizzlies will go to L.A. after they got a nice win versus the Warriors. Even without LeBron, who's gonna win? Um, I,
1: uh, I'm gonna go with the Lakers. Grizzlies. Um, I did say that John doesn't really care carry the whole team, and um, I still think he doesn't, but um, they keep losing at more players and more players, and that isn't very good for Grizzlies.
0: Jaw is the hardest of and the team. And Lakers.
1: Um,
0: they don't win without Jaw. Lakers
1: are going
0: to win. I'll take the Lakers too in this one, but, um, yeah. Uh, I think with that, it, this they were proving me wrong with uh, LeBron out and stuff. The, the, it just, yeah, it will – I'll take the Memphis. uh I mean, excuse me, the L. A. Lakers in this one. Now to the NCAA Men's Basketball a Championship Game for the Pacific
1: Division. win in a Gonzaga St. Mary's game. Um, one of our picks. Um, I'm gonna go. It's a, It's gonna be a very close game. Yeah. But I really think that um, St. Mary's is gonna win this. Um. Yeah, they beat uh, Gonzaga last year. Um. They're just
0: having a good year, like always. Um, I think they're gonna win this. I'm gonna take Gonzaga in this one. Um, this is also one of our record games. Um, Gonzaga. Um, they suffered a loss to St. Mary's this year. St. Mary's is a good team. They narrowly beat BYU yesterday by only seven. But I uh, think Gonzaga won that last game versus St. Mary's. So they're gonna win again and take the series. Now the NHL the Blue Jackets will go to Pittsburgh. Who's gonna win?
1: Um, you can go for it
0: this time. I'm gonna take the Pittsburgh Penguins in this one. Uh, the Penguins—they—they've been pretty good recently. I mean, um, good enough that they can stay in, but I think uh, it shouldn't be too close. As the Blue Jackets don't have too good of a record.
1: Um, I'm gonna, I'm gonna agree with you, Penguins. Um, Cindy Crosby, um, their star player, um, will help them win this.
0: Okay. Uh, Golden Knights and Panthers. I'm going to take the Florida Panthers in this one home. I think it could be an upset here as the Vegas Knights have a better record. But I'm still going to take the Florida Panthers in this one. They've been pretty good recently.
1: I strongly disagree with you. Golden Knights are going to definitely win this
0: one. Okay. Um, Hurricanes. will go up against the Canadians. Who's going to win?
1: Uh, definitely the Hurricanes. Um... Really, really good year. There's one of the many good
0: teams. NHL teams that I've been on, like one record the, pace.
1: One of the best um, teams, yeah. Getting close to the Boston Bruins, but um, yeah, com- much better com- compared to the can- Canadians, and that's why I think they're going to yeah. win
0: this. I'll take the Hurricanes, too. They didn't even have one player out, so like this shows how how strong of a team they can be. Okay, our picks. This is a good one. A good one is a thirty-eight, seventeen, and eight Maple Leafs go up against the New Jersey Devils, who are forty-one, fifteen, and six. Who's gonna
1: win? I've had a hard time thinking, but I think I'm gonna go with the Devils. Um, like a couple games to get, um, a couple games ahead of the Maple Leafs, which isn't very much, but um, I still think they can win this.
0: Take the New Jersey Devils, too, in this one, I think, the home court. They're like, Yeah, a few games out of them. Um, but I, th- I think a, cl- a close one in this one, maybe an OT match. But this is going to be a good game to stay tuned to. Um, but I'm going to take the Devils. Okay, the Flyers will go up again in Tampa against the Lightning. Uh, the
1: Lightning, again, it's another very good team. Almost at 40, um, 40 uh, wins like the uh, other teams we just talked about. Um, but, yeah, they're
0: definitely win this game. Um, take the Lightning 2 at home. It should be a good home court advantage and a good game for fans as they're probably going to see the Lightning going to win this one. Sabres will go up against the Islanders. Who's going to win? Um, I'm
1: going to go with the Sabres away. Um, I really think the Sa- Sabres can win this game. Um, yeah.
0: I'm going to take the Sabres 2. They suffered that uh, close loss to Edmonton. And I think um that's it but Sabers are going to rebound and win this one. Now we'll go over to the Flames and the Wild, who's going to win? Uh I
1: definitely think the Wild are going to win this. Um it might be a close game, though I think Wild are going to be staying ahead most of the game.
0: Take the Flames in this one. I think the Flames um they're not too bad away, but um I th- I'm think they can win this one, um snag a win here in Minnesota. Blues and then Coyotes. Who's going to
1: win? Um, I'm going to go with the Blues away. Um, um, yeah, um, they uh, lost a game against Los Angeles yesterday. Or, sorry, three days ago. But um, I still think they can win this.
0: Take the Arizona Coyotes at home. They fourteen, 14-11 and 3 at home. And I think uh, they can narrowly beat the Blues here at home. The
1: Sharks will go up against the Avalanche. Who's going to win? Um, I'm going to go with the Avalanche. Um, The record is really good like the others. Um, and the Sharks aren't showing it that much. Really bad re- losing record. And compared to the Avalanche, Avalanche are much better, which I think they can definitely win this.
0: I'm going to take the uh, Avalanche in this one too. San, San Jose isn't very good this year, uh, but I think they can... Avalanche is gonna pass by with a win. Last game in the NHL, the Anaheim Ducks will go up against the Kraken. Who's gonna win?
1: Definitely the Kraken here home. Um, they have a much better record, and that probably means that they can win this. And then our last game um, in NCAA women's is gonna be UNLV, the twenty one seed uh, against San Diego. I'm gonna pick uh, UNLV.
0: I'll pick UNLV also. That's one of our games for the NCAA women's game. Join me on Jonas's Sports Mania podcast on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Don't make sure to follow. <laughs>